Hi, welcome to Life Take Shape. I'm Denise Mullane. And I'm Trisha Beckham. Join us as we discuss what has shaped our lives so you can get your life in shape. Today we have a pretty exciting guest with us. Skiz with Revolution Agency is with us today. Hi, Skiz. Greetings. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Skiz, I'm just super excited to talk to uh, one of Trisha's bosses slash co-workers slash friend for many, many moons now. So I'm curious, like, how did you come to be in that, like, graphic design arena? Were you always, like, artistic as a younger person, or did you have someone that you knew was a graphic designer and you were like, oh, I want to do that for a living or kind of give us a little bit of like how you made that leap into that career. Sure. Kind of fell into it. I, I don't have a background in graphic design. My, okay. my last, my last art class was sixth or seventh grade and I got a C in it because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to do what the teacher wanted me to do. Okay. Um, so I mean, Gosh, this feels familiar to me. You are a rebel. You are a rebel. Yeah. Well, you know, I, she, I, I thought it was supposed to be artistic uh, creativity, and she wanted me to do exactly what she wanted. Oh. So wow. that type of thing. So I was like, that do sort this. sort of stifles that. And I was kind of like, no, this is I'm doing this in my own way. So uh, I'm pretty much a, a slacker. So I'll start off with that. And unfortunately. <laughs> um <laughs> No, it doesn't sound that way from what I know. Little I yeah, know. Well, that, that's it, not true. It, 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 it's and true isn't. and it isn't. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. It is and isn't. So, you know, so I'll, I'll give a quick background. So at 14 and so 1981, taught myself how to program and like machine language stuff. It was Whoa. real early computer stuff. But uh, so I missed pretty much the 80s. Like my, my <laughs> wife, Monica, was like, oh, did you see this movie? And I was like, no. She goes, how could you not see that? She goes, oh, let me guess. Coding. And I said, right. yes good amount of smarts but not much initiative and I kind of relied on the fact that I knew I could do stuff so I wouldn't do it like school mm -hmm. okay work. so then it didn't do too great well when I was going to college I was kind of going for my friends would say I was going to be an uh, astrobiochem geophysicist because um, <laughs> I did tons of science type stuff I did things. all the science applied at U of M for uh, to transfer over as a junior University mm -hmm. of Michigan they rejected me partly because they looked at my high school grades and barely got through high school. But anyway, so, I mean, that was, that was in my band days, which were, were kind of good <laughs> yeah. academically. So yeah, that, that was, that was a good time. So I was actually studying and, and doing stuff while I was in the band. There are band but, photos, just so you know, it's a real thing. There's photos. Ooh, I think they're wearing leather jackets. I think they're, I think they're by train tracks. Skiz, is this not right? That is correct. Um, <laughs> it, Sounds like an album cover. Post-apocalyptic post Michigan overcast <laughs> metal band, you know, trying to look tough with their baby faces. And that, kind of stuff. that sounds so cool. All right, you <laughs> may have, have to, to share. Yeah, we will we'll have, have to share somewhere. Okay. I'll send you some. Yeah. Oh my Do god. But moved out here, so well, actually, quick start. So I started. I was doing computer stuff. And early Mac stuff and late 80s. And so that kind of got me into graphics because they could do graphics. Hmm. And I did some ads for some people. But that's how I got into that. So when I moved out here, out to Phoenix from Michigan, uh, I applied at ASU. I got separate. I got um, accepted as a junior into the physics program, but I never went. Uh -huh. um, 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy. And I, I, and I was doing, you know, it was, it was, it was kind of a low time in my life. I was doing, uh, I worked, I, I did some jobs for, I had two jobs making three thirty six an hour or something oh, to wow. try and pay bills. Wow. And um, I was working at a dry cleaners. And when I, and this guy had came in to the dry cleaners and I had done uh, d- some design work for him right when I first moved here, like a project. And he came in, he's like, Skiz, what are you doing here? I said, what do you mean? I said, I got to pay bills. And he's like, come to my place on Monday. So I got upped a little bit. I started working for him, made $7 an hour. Was he oh, another dry cleaner? What was his? No, no right, right. No, like, what was sorry. the work you were? Is yeah, <laughs> this an elite that, dry cleaner? That yeah, money. He, he was a service bureau. So with back okay. in the day, so so they would do. So I would do design for some of his clients, but they would do output film, okay, and uh, color film and stuff. So gotcha. And that that kind of got me rolling back into the design, and then I got hired at the Arizona Republic somehow to do their ads. So you just kind of was it sort of just people you knew. Like word of mouth, somebody needs something over here. Um, I, I must have applied there. I think they would do okay. one of these blind um, classified ads where they mm-hmm. didn't tell who it was, and I okay. applied to it, and they ended up calling me. But um, okay, yeah, and then then that led to my kind of I had my I had my own business on the side, quote unquote, own business, but it never really made money. Um, so you design. have like you were like a hustler, like Trisha was telling me when we were started talking about you initially. Is you kind of always had your hands in a lot of different. Things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I would say that's that's right. Okay. Um, and and then I got a, a I got a I was at, took taken to a meeting with Arizona Republic to AirTouch, which became Verizon Wireless. Hmm. And I was in the meeting, and they asked uh, they were trying to get a brochure printed by the next day, and um, which was pretty impossible back then. Yeah, that's well, I was gonna say, that's, like what's this time? Like what's the year? Like ish? Yeah, ninety five. Like, not, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. And they asked my the sales rep who I was there with um, at the meeting. It's like, do you know anyone who could get this done? And he said, he looked at me. He goes, Skiz. I said, I can get it done. Oh, Just gross. totally out of my ass. You're like, sure, and I go back. Yeah. And I call my call this printer buddy who has this little two color press in his garage. And I said, Ugh, I'm so stressed right now. I'm me too. My hands are sweating. I'm like, there is no way. Wow. I said. I, and that's what he told me. There's no way. I said, you have to do this. Uh, this is going to be a huge win. You, know, you don't know yep. what it's going to be for us. And we did it. And um, we printed 20,000 of these brochures by the oh. next day. Oh, and, my goodness. Were you up and, all night, literally? Pretty much. Okay. And, uh, um, and that led to, you know, for him, through me, it was hundreds of thousands of hours of business. That That's I ended up amazing. working because essentially now I'm working with, you know, essentially what became Verizon Wireless. Sure. Um, and, you know, contrary to, to I, I wanted to clarify, and this, I guess this kind of does, um, Trisha's description of, which, of me when I joined my agency <laughs> sounded like I was some clueless hippie wandering <laughs> through the woods. Looking for the next rainbow gathering. No, I didn't take it that way. I definitely did not take it that way. I just took it as you're a creative type of person. I, Claire, I said you were like a metalhead. Denise wanted to put you in a hair band, and I saved you and said it wasn't a hair band. It was a metal band. First it was rock. She said hair, and I said metal. And so that took you in a whole new classification. But if okay. your hair was long and stringy. 
And I yeah. love you as a person. You are not your hair. Your hair does not define you. <laughs> it wasn't Please. about the hair. It was the other descriptions, but that's what fine. Was the other description? I called yeah, you, you gentle just, and kind. It just, it just sounded like I was lost. And, and then there was this you guy, were lost Jerry, before who was fantastic. Oh. Oh. oh, this is so sad. So, so, all right. He was, not, he was not a lost hippie. But anyways, let's, yeah, go well, ahead. Well, let me, just to talk go about on. that, that being able to turn that around in like 24 hours for, for yeah. the Arizona, for your client for Arizona Republic. Oh, so wow. when you did that, were you like, oh, wow. this is amazing. I feel like I want to be at the Arizona Republic for a really long, like in terms what? of your career goals, were you like, this is where I see myself like after no. having some success. Okay. okay. Right. So, and, and that was, and that was kind of the, that was the, that was the departure. So that it was air touch wireless, but I was there on behalf of um, the Arizona Republic, which is the state and so, um, and so that was my entree, like he was saying that Skiz could do it on the side. And, um, so that's how I did it. And then pretty soon I was doing so much work with them. I was actually losing money by going into work. Oh, wow. So I had to quit my job at Arizona Republic and, uh, and you know, my parents back in Michigan were. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you, you, sure, you you're right. losing this. You know, you're leaving this job security at this big thing. And I, you know, I had to tell my mom, I said, there's no job security except what you make it and, and what you can find on your own. And uh, I you're said, you're smart because you know, I would have been freaking out if my parents were like, I can't believe you left that job. What are you doing? Oh my gosh. You I really mean, had your own, like, you were like, I have this, my sense of self. I know what I'm doing. Well, that a little bit. That sounds like a hippie motto. If you want my personal opinion, you oh, make your okay. own success. <laughs> Come to me. We'll make our own success. And I'm over here like, I need success right now, Skiz. Let's me go. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But, but see, but the, here's, I had it though at that point. So at that point, like I, like I told, told my mom, I was like, I said, if, it, if this is tomorrow or next month or a year, I mean, I could go back to the Arizona Republic and they would hire me again. Because, I mean, I wasn't, when I got hired there, I was not the best person there. But within a week, I was. And that with, with all, you know, humility and everything, because I absorbed what everyone else did. And it didn't seem like anyone else did that. Mm. They were in their silo and, and they used a little bit of different software than I was used to. So I just like absorbed it. And within a week, everyone came to me to figure out how to do stuff or how to, how to do stuff. So well, also, was, do you think that played into your physics, your sort of physics and science sort of background you're kind of like hey i if this isn't working I'm, i can jump and try this or if this isn't working i can yeah, jump and try I'm that i'm a troubleshooter okay. yeah i, yeah. I think that's and that's even even i think in in uh you know even in in uh in design that's why i feel my thing is a problem solver sure you come with it here's this problem and we need a solution so that's kind of what i did and at, and at that point i knew i could get hired back um plus I, as I told my mom, I said, I have more in receivables right now than I would make in the next two years at that job. Mm. So I could just take a year off and come back. And I knew I would get hired or, or right. you know, relatively sure. Are you sure? Maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's where that was at. So you and so you did have revolution at that time, like you had already gotten the on your paperwork. You have an LLC or no, you're just operating as like an individual. Well, I, I had a company since before I was in Michigan, so 1990. But it, like I said, was it a real job? It would not have paid the bills until that point. I 
then then I changed the revolution when when I created an actual C corporation in mm-hmm. mid nineties ninety six ninety seven. I just changed the name to Revolution Agency. Starting with Revolution, like, did you mm-hmm. say like in the back of your mind? were you ever like, I want to be a business? Or, like, did you have that thought or it just kind of came organically through all the things you just described? Um, as far as being a business or an agency? Yeah, yeah uh, on okay, your so, own. <laughs> yeah, business on my own, I think just seems to be, I, I mean, I always had ideas. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was young, it was like, uh, we had this kind of back room in the house and in the, in we lived across the street from a, a two block long factory. Mm-hmm. And I was always telling my dad like, hey, we ought to change, turn in that, turn that uh, back room into like a taco shop for oh. the factory workers and we, you know and Skrinsky's tacos type thing uh, yeah you have a ton of business great, right? yeah. exactly right. yeah okay. we had a big, we had a, a big huge side yard that I wanted him I said this has got this is like a we need to make a hedge maze um <laughs> so people could come there and go through our hedge maze you know? I love these ideas this is awesome oh my gosh I, I'm he really didn't get upset it, but... now. I'm really upset that I never got to have a hedge maze at the agency. I mean, you know I what? That been that's awesome. what the heck? Think of the team building we could have done. business. Right. Or you could have just done a little walking meditation in that little hedge maze <laughs> and come know. back with some more ideas. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So my, my dad wasn't a visionary like that. So, and, okay. and you know, I've got to say it, it does come from my dad as well. Um, I didn't, you know, growing up, my dad was, you know, I saw my dad as just a blue collar guy, which is what he was. Um, but I didn't realize how inventive he was until I was older. And he would invent these tools at work to do things. And these other guys would be like, oh, my gosh. You know, when he was a trucker, he'd been this little thing. And, and they're like, you ought to sell these. He's like, no, I'll make you one. But I'm not interested in doing anything. Oh, wow. He, he didn't have the entrepreneurial spirit at all. Sure. Well, because that that is probably what I was like kind of thinking of is like for me I don't know about Trisha but I've never said to myself I want to be a business owner like I could have little ideas here and there but I've never said like oh let's start this kind of company or we should go do this or we could start out that like I think that's just amazing and people have a lot of just they know they can do things they know it'll be successful like it doesn't seem like you have any self-doubt in your head which I wish I could relate to. <laughs> I wish. I could. Well, I, I'll just say maybe maybe I just don't see it at times because I, I always have these big dreams, but um, and I think and maybe that's I, the hippie part. Yeah, I will say this. I think that uh, Skiz does have doubts, but I don't think they're pervasive. I think like a doubt may pop into his head, but he mm-hmm. quickly turns it around to like, no, this is an opportunity. He's the type of person that sees a threat as an opportunity, not uh-huh. a threat. Gotcha. I'm the type of person that sees a threat. Like it is a threat and the world is ending. Somebody yeah. do something. And right. those are this very is why we're different. Friends. Yeah, this is <laughs> right. You and I are like chicken little, like the sky yeah. is falling. The sky is falling. Yeah. This is like, wait. I've got a metal umbrella. It'll be okay. <laughs> Actually, I don't have one, but I'm going to make one one in one day. And it'll so, be okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, so, I, am a, I am an optimist. Yes. Uh, that, 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 that's pervasive in there. Even through stuff, I figure there's going to be some way this will work out. And I see that everyone's everything has worked out for you, Denise. Um, oh. and even as you, as, you see, as you see even in your podcast. As you, as you oh, kind of you. went through and talked about stuff, and Trisha did as well, everything's worked out in your life up until You're this right. 
You are absolutely Everything right. Else. I just have to keep trusting in that though, you know, and not yeah. having enough, those little voices in my head saying, well, maybe this isn't right. But I, I will tell you what, I'm having a great time doing this whole podcast thing right now. So it's feeding me and hopefully will be successful. For Skiz is like a little Buddha. It remains to be seen. Skiz <laughs> is it. full of these little wisdom, these little youth. And you're like, oh, I feel so good and warm and fuzzy. And then <laughs> yeah. I feel like, that's super great, but can you get to work and stop talking about how everything's going to work out? Oh, no. You're not coming back to me. Right? for your okay. optimism. Okay, sorry. Well, this but- sort of leads into my next somewhat, my next question, which is kind of twofold, is like, when you started Revolution, like, mm-hmm. was it just you or did you have any partner? Or you literally, was just you. And when did you realize you needed to, like, if you did, if it was just you, when did you realize like, oh, I need, I need other people. Right. Um, it, it was just me. And, mm-hmm. um, and I was doing, you know, I would do everything, working with printers and vendors and obviously with the client. And they didn't know back then, uh, and this wasn't as acceptable back then, that I was working out of my house mm-hmm. um, sure. in, in the 90s, in 95, 96. And uh, at, it was interesting. One point, someone, he's on the phone with me and he was like, he's like, Skiz, are you, do you work out of your house? And I said, yeah. And <laughs> you're like, mm, but, how do I answer this question? Yeah. But then what happened is he was like, oh, okay, well, let me go to these changes. And I was, I w- at that point, it didn't matter because I was, I pre- had presented myself as the business for so long that it didn't matter at that point. The guy, it occurred to this marketing person I was talking to, but he knew I just had to, he had work to get done. Um, and, and how I became an agency, quote unquote, uh, was an interesting story. I was doing work with, you know, AirTouch Wireless and they had some other agencies they worked with and there was something I was charging them like three or four grand for. Mm-hmm. And the, the marketing guy calls me and says, Skiz, what do you think is a good price for that? And, and I knew what I was charging him and, um, and I knew it was a, more to that question so I was trying to get some more information out of him like well what do you mean and, and I yeah. said well I used to charge you know somewhere around this and I almost doubled the price Ooh. and talking to him and he said yeah 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 but what would an agency charge for that uh... and I said well I don't know what why do you ask and he says well we're working with so-and-so and they did our ones for last month and and they only charged us 18,000 <laughs> And I, and I hung up the phone and I became an agency. Right. You're like, that's it. <laughs> it's not just skiz. Yes. I mean, it right. was like, I, that's where, that's where I added agency into the name because that wow. was Wow. Like, okay. If that's, if all that is, I mean, this person's worked with me for years. And if he doesn't realize only, I've only been charging three or 4,000 for this mm-hmm. and he thinks it's great that an agency only charged 18 or 20, then. Right. You're like, I got to start an agency. agency. Yes. Right. Yeah, exactly. So that's how I started an agency. Oh, wow. That's super interesting, actually. So was that then you, when you formed it, then you hired Gary first? Did you find Trisha or was Trisha like later on in the process? Trisha's like eight years later, I guess. Okay. (laughs) She's like eight years later. I was late to the party. (laughs) Okay, gotcha. She missed the party. She started started the next party. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Okay. All right. So. So part of what she said, you know, so I had them and then, uh, you know, 2001 came and uh, kind of destroyed everything with the dot-com bubble burst and 9-11. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and then uh, my my client, my people, I contacts got uh, you know as different purchases were made and reorganizations, they got reorganized out of the company. Okay. Um, so then all of a sudden, I'm not doing as much Verizon stuff. But then the agency that did get it, the direct mail, uh, they had a contact that knew me, so I was actually still doing it just through them. <laughs> oh wow! You're like you can't so, get rid of me. I'm just I'm still just gonna be yeah. around. <laughs> so that that was cool and then I started working I did work for as Tracy mentioned she's like I'm not sure how he was paying me at that, ta- at I'm that not time sure. I, yeah yep at that time I had AT&T in San Francisco mm. so which that part of AT&T was kind of like what like what Cox is in Arizona or what Comcast is and I later worked for with Comcast too because they bought out AT&T so they were the provider for the, the broadband, the, the telephone service, and the cable TV. Okay, so, so when, you say, when you say AT&T in San Francisco, you open Pandora's box for me to tell my story. <laughs> oh, boy. But before I get to my great story. Oh, yes. Um, so <laughs> why did you, I mean, how did I even, I don't know. Yeah, how did she even end up there? Looking. Yeah, yeah, how do I end up there? Did I you put remember. out like one of those blind ads too? Like I'm looking for a. <laughs> I yeah, feel I like did it have was an word ad. of mouth. You had an ad? Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I had an ad because we had people. And that was my question to you. You said somebody at, at I guess at Mullen told you about I it. I feel like And Neil I didn't know who that me. was. I feel like Neil Fox told me. And he may have known through Gary. So maybe that maybe it was Neil. So Neil's a, a, another designer. He owns a, a Fox Noggin. Denise has uh, met here. Neil. Denise oh has met God. Neil. That was so okay. long ago. I can't even. Yeah. <laughs> 20, 20 plus years ago. Yeah. She did. She yeah. met him. Yep. So, and, and that was, that was interesting because, uh, um, yeah, because I wasn't sure how you, you, you found out about me. And, and, and if I can talk a little bit about how we hired you. Yes, please do. Sure. Please sure. go this right is ahead. Hysterical! I've never heard right. of this. So, so we we had these interviews. Trisha was one of them, and and it came down to two people. There was this guy that that worked in uh, for marketing and for Countrywide, which isn't a company anymore after the recession. Um, and uh, um, and he was a top candidate, and Trisha was a top candidate, and Gary and I both interviewed him several times. And they were neck and neck in our mind. Um, there was absolutely, you know, it would be a toss of the dice to pick. Mm. And, and we weren't really sure what to do. And then he sent a thank you letter and a follow-up letter. Uh-huh. And, and, and crazy enough, I mean, that was like the, the, the feather that tipped the scale. And, and Gary and I were like, well, he did do this and Trisha didn't. So... <laughs> Uh-huh. I mean, it, it, it was I so love bizarre. This. So I love this. It's so, so funny. I, when have I never? I always send a thank you note. Shame I on know. me. Anyways, go ahead. I didn't. So, so I sent. I, I probably called her and I, I I drafted a letter and I sent Trisha a letter. And thank God I did this because mm-hmm. um, I sent in this letter. You know, I I did the whole thing. Hey, sorry. You know, you were great and blah blah blah. And you know, we went, we're going another direction. And I remember her telling me about her kids. So I had, I had purchased a, a pass to the zoo. And I said, you know, please treat your kids to go to the Phoenix Zoo and have a good time and oh. such and so forth. 
I have goosebumps. That's really nice to give to someone that you're not even going to hire. <laughs> I'm so confused right now. I don't remember any of this. So, I remember so the zoo. Nice. Sorry, the zoo That's, thing is okay. true. The zoo thing That's is true. Definitely. I'm sorry. I do okay. remember that, but I don't remember any of this other stuff. So go ahead. <laughs> so, so then what happened? So this, like, so I tell the guy he's hired, and he says, "Oh, do you want me to start right away?" I said, "No, give your company two weeks. You know, be cool." And um, so a week and a half goes by. He had told him, and a week and a half goes by, and so he's supposed to start on Monday. It's now Wednesday. And he calls me and he said, they just gave me a counter offer and I'm going to stay. Oh, so he literally waited till last minute to tell you, or unless they waited till last minute. To they waited the last offer. minute. He waited yeah. last minute. Yeah. So I'm kind of, you know, infuriated now because I felt I just burned this bridge with Trisha. Yeah. Who was. Yeah, you did. Now really I good. remember. <laughs> yes. See, now you're I don't no, remember she, any no, of oh, this. Oh, she, she, she did. She, and she did use that. So this I is did. great. This I is, did. This is the part, I, I, this is the part I love. Oh, boy. Yeah. This is bad. This I'm is glad bad. I'm sitting down. Right. Yeah. So I, I call her up. I call Trisha up. Oh, boy. And, you know, and, and I, I get her on the phone at Mullen. And I'm talking to her. And she reminds me that. <laughs> That I already rejected her. <laughs> you dare so no. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, um, you bet I do. Good, good for me. And, I like this story. I like where it's going. And, oh, it, it is awesome. You know, because uh, <laughs> then, and then what she starts doing, so she, I don't we hang up the phone call and we talk a little bit like an hour or two later. And she wants more money. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. do. Yeah. Woo-woo. Yes. <laughs> And my production designer that was with me at the time. So I hang up the phone and I tell him what's going on. I think he's the only other person there at that time. We were down to like just he and I. Um, whereas before we had half a dozen people, you know, years before. Um, and he was like, and he was kind of, uh, he was kind of offended. She's wanting more money. And he's like, you know, she's trying to manipulate you because she knows you need it. And I said, I said, exactly. And that's why I love her. Ah, because yes. That is what I want in this person. That's what I need. I want yes. someone to say, you need me, and this is what I'm worth to you in this situation. I said, that's exactly what I want. So, of course, I paid her what she asked. That's amazing. <laughs> that I don't remember is any of amazing. That's funny. I said, I'll pay her whatever she wants because she's going to do that with our clients. And that's what we need because that's, that's not me. I'm I'm. I'm not, I don't like to negotiate. I don't like to do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw that in Trisha and, and she basically come in, she came back. She said, if you hadn't, that, if you hadn't sent me that letter, I would never have even taken your call. Yeah. Because the I fact do. that you wrote her. That. Yeah. Yeah. Oh with, my the zoo, God. with the zoo pass. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, I have goosebumps. This is an amazing story. An amazing story. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah trisha it did how did, when you long, hung, wait but... wait but wait 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 trisha when you hung up the phone with him when you said okay but i want more money were you thinking this guy's never going to come back with the money did you think that like do you remember what your thoughts were mm, i don't really remember any okay. of, i mean i remember it now that he's telling me but so it's yeah. hard to get back into that mental headspace okay. but yeah that's i mean I, fine. I, I just thought like, maybe I think I was like, oh, man, I've got you where I want you now. You. You know, there, there was none of me that felt bad for him. There was none of me that felt bad. I was like, the zoo has been lovely, by the way. But yeah, I mean, 
there was a little bit mentality like you should have gone with me in the first place because then just you know wouldn't have been there but i do think by she that she said point, those exact words that, I, I believe I she did. probably did i she think i did. did i know you know you should have made a better choice the first time but i do oh, think she's brutal. That, oh she's... that's just the tip of the iceberg i'm sure he's got dozens of stories like this but i do remember that um I had confided in one of my clients that I was leaving Mm. and she said, I'll go wherever you go. And I said, well, I'm just not sure where I'm going to go. And then I didn't get the job with skiz. And so then I went back there and I'm like, I I literally don't know where I'm going to go. She's like, well, I'm pretty much done with Mullen. And so if you're leaving, I think I'm just going to pull the account. And I said, okay. And she said, do you want to go to the new agency I'm going to use and we can make like a seamless transition? And I said, well, I go, maybe it just depends on the agency. And she says, it's the Marts agency. Skiz, oh, do you know the Marts agency? I do. you know Carrie Marts? I've heard of her. I know her I, reputation. I that. went on the job interview. I went on the job interview and she said, Stacy's moving her account. Stacy wants you to come over. And I was like, sure. And I don't know what I asked, but she said, um, are there any situations in your personal life that I should be aware of that would affect your ability to do this job? And I said, no, not really. She said, well, do you have kids? And I said, yeah, I do have two kids. How old are they? And you can't ask these questions in interviews, by the way, but But she did. She did. (laughs) Of course, I'm like, what? I'm not going to hide. Sure. I told her. And I said, yeah, so, you know, there's, there, there are those situations in which I may need to work from home if one of them's sick. And she said, oh, yeah, no, we don't do that here. She goes, but we will help you find a nurse to have uh, them come to the house and they can stay with their, your kids so that you can come into the office. <laughs> and I looked at her like, she's not kidding. And then she said, you know, my daughter's 18 and she's at San Diego State. And she calls me all the time. And I always have to tell my assistant, I can't talk to her right now. You're going to have to tell her to call me back. And I, at that moment, went, she is so focused on her career. She is ruining her relationship with her 18-year-old daughter. At that point, guess what? Your kids don't have to have a relationship with you anymore because they can just fend for themselves. And it was everything about that. And, And the pay was insanity. It was like triple what I was making at Mullen, but there was no way, no way that a You're nurse was this. coming yeah. to my yeah. house to stay with my with kids. My kids. When they in, were in lieu of you. In lieu right. of me. And you're just yeah. looking at her like, this is her reality. This is how she expects wow. her employees to work. And if somebody's <laughs> that, I feel like cold and I don't want to say driven because driven's not bad, but she just had this singular focus and her relationships didn't matter to her. Yeah. Right. And I definitely not someone you want to work for. I, and I couldn't do it. And it was so hard because I was like, that's so much money. But right. My daughter's 18 and I haven't seen her since she was 12. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. She went to military camp and then, or wherever. (laughs) I know it was, it was not yeah. the it was not the person that I wanted to I just was like money's not everything and this is a perfect example. So then when Skiz had called me and I had just gotten this huge job offer full of money but for this woman who I felt had no soul. Yeah. 
Um, I'm definitely going to get sued for what I just said about Carrie Marks, but I, I keep saying her last name. She's out of business. It's fine. But it, it was one of those things where then Skiz called me and it was unfortunate that he had called me after that. But then it was kind of like, wait a second, I could make a whole bunch more money, but I'd be in a really bad environment. So I think right. I, I was in kind of a bad environment, but Marks was worse. And then you had Skiz, which was really good, but I still kind of wanted that more money. So it was a hard, it was a hard spot to be in. And so then I was just like, all right, this guy needs me. And guess what? Right. I'm going to negotiate here a little. Yeah. yeah. But hopefully I made up for it in some way. Hopefully I paid my oh. own salary in some way. <laughs> in some way, maybe. We're still talking. Yeah. Well, I was <laughs> just going to say, go. your relationship still exists today. So clearly, yeah. clearly yeah. it was uh, and, impactful. And I, and- and I do recall her holding that March thing over my head as well. She said <laughs> she could have gone there and made more money. Oh. But, then I, but then listening to your podcast, I heard how much you made at Mullen. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I out of the bag on that one. <laughs> I, know. I could have saved like $10,000. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. Nice. So funny. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, yeah. let's bring it back to this. Yeah, move on. The San Francisco yes. <laughs> account. Let me, let me tell. <laughs> Oh, my, now that Skiz has told the oh, story about me, let boy. me tell you my story. Oh, let's so hear it. I have been working at Revolution for about two weeks, and Skiz says, I, I think want one week. One, one week. week. <laughs> well, by the way, yeah. it was one really week. new, but he said, I want you to come out to San Francisco with me. I'll introduce you to the people that I'm working for. And, and he had a really vast and intricate network of people in really high positions. So, again, it was just like, how is this guy doing this? I can't explain. It's relationship skills 100%. He just, Negative charisma. He has something. <laughs> I don't even know. But I'm like, this is like the director of marketing for AT&T in like the San Francisco. Like these people were a big deal in this, in this field. So, you know, we go to the airport together and we're getting through security and we both got like laptops and it's, you know, it's an ordeal. Uh, and it, it's post 9-11, too. So think of you're kind of discombobulated now when you go to the airport because there's so yeah. much more to do. Yeah, yep, so there's a line this. to get there's to security. There's a line. There's heightened Everything. security. You know, they're scanning people. Well, something goes off on skids and they need him to step to the side and they're like wanding him. Well, I'm oh. through security and I'm just kind of staring at him like, okay, let's go. Like we need to go. And so here he is. And they're like, can you empty your pockets? And so he starts emptying his pockets. And the only thing that falls out on the floor is uh-uh. a magnum sized condom. <laughs> no! That's the only thing on the floor. And I'm looking at it and I'm looking at myself. But my first thought is, does he think he's having sex with me on this trip? Yeah. That was my first thought. That would have been my thought, too. And then my second thought was, oh, oh my God. God, is he sleeping with his clients? Like, oh. I, I, I don't know him. Now, the only reason that story is funny is because now that I know Skiz, neither one of those things are true. What's happening? Never. Those he's like, great, thanks. Never, thanks a lot for Yeah, that. those things were yeah. never a part of who he was. He would have never in a million years done either one of those. But yeah. maybe he wanted to pick up like an airline stewardess, <laughs> right? and you just like you I, ruined I, his I, whole vibe. But, but he, he walks was... through security, he gathers himself, and I am laughing out loud. I'm not even hiding. 
writing it. And I said to him, I said, if you think I'm not telling Gary and John this story, when we get crazy. you are sadly mistaken. <laughs> and it, then Skiz was, was like, I really should have just hired that guy. I really should have paid <laughs> that guy more. And I mean, what if this would have been on the down low? <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe, maybe there's a relationship there. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, oh. worse. it was worse than that. We're waiting in line before security. And I, I leaned over or something. And it was in my suit jacket because I was wearing a, a jacket. And, uh, and it fell out of there and I didn't realize it. And I, and I, I was standing there and I looked down and I, I see it at my foot and I'm like, Oh my gosh. And I reached out and I grabbed it and I didn't think she'd seen it. So <laughs> I put it back in the thing. And then, you know, we, then we go through the, the thing and it's beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, God, I could take it out. And she's standing on the side and I come over there and I was still again, hoping she hadn't seen it. Yeah. And she was, cause I'm like totally embarrassed. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want her to think anything. But it was just, you know, I just come out of a, of a, a long relationship, and I was so quote unquote. I was just being responsible guy that I, you should have something with me in case something oh, happens. Oh, you're you know? so nice. And 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 I, and I was just kind of like really embarrassed. And I walk over to her, and she's laughing. She's like, "That kind of is giving you nothing but trouble, is it?" And I was just like, and like I said, I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, she's she's been here a week and we're going on this first trip to, to San Francisco and she's going to think Woo. that I'm like some creep. Yes. Um, she's going to know I'm a creep. So. <laughs> she's going to know. Uh -oh. <laughs> we're done. Yeah, we're done right. here. I was like, oh boy, what's <laughs> happening? What are, what are that we doing? Now? Is so embarrassing. Oh yeah. my God, that's too much. But like you so, said, they're like, now that I know, but during the trip where you're like, okay, clearly that now that I'm getting to know this, my boss a little bit better. Yeah, I, <laughs> so you know. You, you can kind of tell, I mean, Skiz, Skiz and I just never had that. There was never that vibe, right? We were kind of just two people working. So there was never, yeah, I don't know. You just, I think if you've ever, people that know Skiz, you just, again, he's just the kindest. He's very gentle with his words. He's very thoughtful. He's just the, he's one of the nicest humans I've ever met in my life. So yeah, it's very Thank hard you, to, like, even for a second, if you're like, Oh, I see. It's all an act. It's really not. Not. Because you never get the other, like with me, my niceness is an act because then the vulture comes out <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, this is a mean That's not the real, you. Trisha. Yeah. But Skiz doesn't, he doesn't have that. Like even at his worst, he's still the kindest, nicest person. So it's very... That's so even like in his description of why he had that, he was like, I need to be a responsible person. <laughs> okay. Well, now he said he got, he just said I was getting out of a long-term relationship, long relationship. And my question is, was that your marriage? Yes. Okay. okay. And, and do you remember Skiz that you were not divorced and I would come into the office every day and yes. say, did you file your paperwork? Did you turn in yes. your paperwork? Correct. <laughs> That's just Correct. exactly what this guy needs pressure from yeah. you no no it, no, it, it she is was awful she was does. awful i would never Aww. tell somebody or be on somebody like divorces i would never do that but i had to with her because she was just more than i could i was like stop right. yeah. because no, you knew no, what a nice guy true. skiz was skiz yeah was, so and, and, and okay. that's all true i mean and that's you know I, I i'm not the always the most motivated and that's why it was kind of like you know you we were separated <laughs> yeah we were separated um you know it's kind of like okay well you know, what's the big deal about having paperwork? But, you know, through the motivations of Trisha and, <laughs> and Monica, my, my wife, and we, you know, 
finally got it done. But but yeah, okay. yeah. But she would come in and say like, just what she said. You know, Have you done that yet? I was like, no, it takes effort. <laughs> yeah, it's like right now I'm just focusing all my attentions on the business. So exactly. that'll have to wait. Right. He was. So exactly. then during that time when you had something going on in your personal life, but your business life was was rolling along and you guys were doing well. And I just kind of want to talk for you to talk a little bit about like the success of your business. Like once Trisha came on, was there like, she said she was get trying to get some more accounts, right? Trisha, you were there to sort of bring in new business. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I mean, Skiz had, we were also trying to milk some of the, the clients that he had <laughs> trying to get okay. them, but you know, Skiz and I are so different <laughs> so that the clients that really gravitated towards him, I came in there and they were probably like, who's this wrecking ball and why is she so aggressive? So I, I'm not sure that I was, uh, maybe if somebody was a little bit more like Skiz, they would have had more success, but they just like, we were trying to kind of grow those accounts, but it just wasn't going there. Um, but, you know, Skiz was really doing a good job without me. I'm not sure that I brought much to the table other than uh, Snapware. I mean, that was that was the only thing. And it just so happened that I was lucky enough that I got that one account. But other than that, you know, I didn't do much. Well, yeah. that is, it, it is a lot, though. I mean, don't, don't downplay that. I mean, you can't say, well, I only brought in, you know, this this little account because it wasn't yeah. little for us. No. Yeah, and and it was, it was uh, and it was good. I mean, it was definitely uh, a great thing to happen. So, and and that's that's sometimes that's all all you need. Yeah. Um, you know, we all have those things where, you know, where all of a sudden you need can print uh, twenty thousand brochures overnight. Overnight. Right? But if it wasn't right. for that, all this other stuff wouldn't have happened. So all you need is that kind of one point of you know luck. Yeah. So to speak, to intersect serendipity and. And, and to be able to take that. So, no, it's great. So, no, Trisha was wonderful. Um, and what how, else how long were you there for, Trisha? I don't know. 2002 to 2005. Okay. So, yeah, that's, I mean, three years. Not like you were there for, you know, 400 years, but three years. So right. made an impact, yeah, three years. Right? Yeah. yeah, maybe okay. it was just two. I don't know. Maybe Blake was a year old when I started. I can't remember. So maybe it was 2003 to 2005. It's, that's a hard. Yeah, probably 2000. Yeah, I would say 2003. 2005. Maybe okay. into yeah. 2006 a little bit, but not like I wasn't heavily involved. I think I was more like popping in to help if they needed or something yes. like that. Yes. Yeah. So anyways, but we had Western wireless, wireless. because of your AT&T connections. Is that how that came to be? Because that's the yeah. other thing that was really big for us at that Correct. time. Yeah, people moving around to different companies. So that was the other big thing. Then I think we had we were making enough money and we we started looking at buildings, right? Yeah. Um yeah, I'd moved and then uh, because I'd moved out of my office back into my home. I moved, so we we were kind of working out of the garage there and we were looking at offices and buildings and stuff and which always seems to be my downfall. So that's the same (laughs) thing. When I moved into an office out of the home all of a sudden, 9-11 hit and the mm. dot-com boom. And then it was kind of like, oh, you know, I've got to get out of this office because right. there's just too much overhead. And uh, and I over-purchased the space anyway because I was so busy and it was really too big. Um, and then when Trisha came, we had moved into another office uh, adjacent to it. It was you know, about a fourth of the size. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so then we, we found a, a loft or whatever downtown. And got that. And uh, we hired um, two people to replace Trisha, mm. I guess is what it took. 
<laughs> Trisha was doing the work of two people. <laughs> I know. I got it. I and, mean, uh, we were busy, though. I mean, because you yeah. remember, we were so crazy busy. And in fact, I, so I think you, we moved out of the office space on 44th Street mm-hmm. prematurely before, because I think what was happening is we were having conference calls like in your bedroom for some yes. weird place. <laughs> so oh, why, okay. was, why was that happening? Were uh, we in between? We got, yeah, we got in between. And okay. and that was something. And it's, and that was something like, you know, I, I'm clueless and especially then on relationship stuff. And, and <laughs> Tr- Trisha said, and I'm, she, she, I was starting to make a joke or something and I got a look or, something from Trisha and she later said don't say that and I said something of because I said oh because her husband oh was yeah online, and I said something about the conference bed oh good oh, lord whoops. good and, lord and the conference bed instead of the conference table and I you know I'm just clueless I didn't mean anything by that except we're at my house and you know, to, to me, I was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't get that kind of stuff." You know, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm a juvenile. I, I gave him, I gave him a look of death. I think is and what it's she told called. me. And after the call, she's like, "Don't say that. Don't say joke that. about that." So I was like, oh, right. "Okay." That was some good advice, though. Yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> no, you just don't know how people might take that. <laughs> exactly. And, so, and I, so then what we did is you, I said, "We've got to buy a building." Like I don't want you renting, or maybe you, you probably already knew that because financially, yeah. I think you're more savvy than I am. So we were looking for something to buy because we didn't want to w- waste your money on rent. Mm. And then I think it was kind of one of those things where I don't know why did you end up buying the house with the space? Because I would have said, "Yeah, that's fine. Just do." that yeah I, I, I bought this house with the garage that we worked out of so that was like initial thing I was kind of born central phoenix and yeah. uh we were working out of that but then you know with, with trisha gone and then we we hired two people <clears throat> and then i had a, a designer with me um so now there's four of us working in this garage it, it's getting a little cramped mm. and and, and it's, it's a finished garage, just to be clear. Yeah, like, it's correct. done up like yeah. an office. It's office. almost right. like it's little There's no garage space. door or anything. Yeah, or anything. but there it's was like no dividers. Apartment. No dividers. We were just in one open room, Big which room. is fine mm-hmm. for advertising. Right. But I think what we need to do is take a, just a pause for a moment and step back mm-hmm. to when you and I got in our disagreement. Because we were still in sport. We were still working out of 44th Street. And that is when... I came into your office and we were having a bad day. I don't know what was wrong or maybe I was just having a bad day because you don't have bad days. And remember, I said to you, it's really hard selling an agency when you look like, and I don't remember what I said. It wasn't very nice. So talk a little bit about that because I think that's interesting because you could have looked at me and said, you're fired, get out of my office, but that's not what happened. That's not me. Yeah. So what, what's going through your mind when I say this to you? Like, Oh, that's just Trisha. But then you followed through on it. So I don't know. What do you have to say about that? Um, uh, You know, interestingly enough, I mean, I, I totally forgotten about that until I listened to your podcast (laughs) and, and that, that is that, but then that's, that's, I'm going to say if there's anything, it's like a, um, uh, maybe like a key to my quote unquote success or my optimism is I don't, I tend to not remember negative or harsh things. So things that happen that are bad that impact me poorly, I just don't retain them. 
I don't give them any space. That's a so, superpower. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like a, that. That's probably one of my things. And um, uh, it, it, it is and it isn't, you know, that also, it works to my complacency, but I, I don't, I tend not to remember negative. So I don't, I didn't remember that. And until she, I was listening she to the podcast and I heard that. And I was like, oh yeah. And you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, that <laughs> happened. <laughs> that you know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, no. but clearly you took that and i feel like now that i'm talking to you you're probably just like well i'm gonna show her <laughs> uh, not not show her i i, I felt uh, bad or, I, you, you know, felt if bad I think about it i i felt bad because i thought <gasps> you know she's trying and i'm not helping oh my goodness trisha did you ever know that, that he felt bad no no, and I don't. I, I don't wow. think I was. I don't think I was the type of person that he would have told me that because then I would have been like using it against him for oh the rest my of my gosh. life. Well, it's a good um, thing you're finding this out I, years later. Yeah, it is. It is. No, I mean, I guess it really would have helped, but I think I felt so bad that he was probably just like she. Sh- I mean, it was an important lesson for me, and there was a lot of lessons I learned at Revolution for like you know, shut up more and 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 do that, and you'll be successful. So I think it was one of those times where. When I said that, I felt so bad. And then the fact that he followed through made me feel worse. So I think there was some, like on his part, he's like, oh, really? Well, watch this. Because he probably knew that I would, maybe he didn't, but I'm sure you thought at some point, well, she'll feel really bad now. No, (laughs) no. But it feels like you kind of spur each other on a little in a, in a positive way. A positive way. way. Like a positive competition way. Right. Yeah. 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 I, and I don't. I don't think. It, and from my part, I don't. I don't believe it was competitive at all. I mean, I okay. was not like, okay, I'll show you. I mean, there there were some factors here. So my hair was starting to thin, and I had seen Stephen Cosby or whatever his name is in the eighties with bald, <laughs> male pattern baldness and long yes. hair. It's a bad look. So I knew that was thing. And when she said that, I'm like, you know what? It's past time. So okay. I'm gonna do it. And and plus, like I said, I felt bad that uh, you know she was right. Uh, well. I in, in her mind she was right yeah. so yeah. i had been successful with yes. that but i but i knew psychologically that was a barrier for her and it might be a barrier for some people yeah right so i thought okay. you know what i'm just gonna do it and and i, I was with monica who's, who's who's my my wife and um all the time she we weren't married then um and uh we watched a movie and i finished up the movie and I said hey I'll be back in a few minutes and I went in the bathroom and I just started like cutting it with scissors and you know it was down to you know chest level yeah and um um and then I tried using a razor (laughs) to to cut it off which which is real difficult because I couldn't really get it short enough so I finally had to come out after like 20 minutes and say hey can you help me and she's like oh my gosh she's like what is going on here (laughs) (laughs) yeah so but yeah I totally forgot that that Trisha had said that and but I, it was it was good, you know. Like I said, I look at that as that was a it was it was time, and I, I felt bad that I was doing that, you know. And in her mind, it was difficult, and I mm. get that. And I thought, you know, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be a hindrance. Just as if she said, you know, if I was acting a certain way in meetings, oh, um, okay, right. That, that I would have been like, hey, you can't do that, you know, like you can't say kind of things bad or something like that. And <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, she's right. Right. So, yeah. But that's, so, yeah, it, you know I, what, I but it improve. seems like you guys also had a good mutual respect for what the other person yeah. 
was trying the point you were trying to get across. Like you, I don't know. I felt like you really understood each other, even though she might have said it in a way that she was like, <gasps> just came out of my mouth. Like I should have rephrased that or something, but you didn't take it to a level of like, well, rah, like you know what I mean? Like you kind of yeah. have this other like good understanding of each other's personalities, which I think is makes a great workplace. Yeah. Yeah, it does, we and I think we were not. No, that's true. And I do think Skiz was very patient with me. I didn't have to be as patient. Skiz, I mean, well, that's not true. When, you know, he's still tinkering with an ad, and I'm like, so help me if that doesn't get on my <laughs> But, um, he, you know, there were just, he probably had to be more patient with me, but that that's kind of who he is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think it speaks more to who Skiz is and less about, me at any point but we were also together all the time we were traveling all the time we were and I do think for for whatever reason I was kind of a meddler in his personal life like I was like <laughs> you're getting divorced you're cutting you're your cutting hair. your hair you're, you're, doing, doing, you're not doing it <laughs> you so, need to buy a building you need to do yeah like he had all these ideas he just couldn't execute and I was kind oh. of the person like no do go you're doing this and you're doing that and so I think I was just there saying that idea that you have in your head, you need to act on now. And then he would do it. And I think things would, he would really like how that felt. And so I think there was a good deal of respect that we had for one another, but we also were like a family, you know, we mm. were, we were together all the time. And then he met Monica and that kind of expanded. She's a wonderful person, just was such a good fit for him. And then, I'm interrupting you for a second. So yeah. did Monica work for you? Was she in your industry? Well, or? She, she, she was, and, and, and uh, I can give you the, the quick aspect of that in a, in a second. But I do want to touch on, um, you know, like you talked about us, the mutual respect and working together. And, and I definitely agree with that. But, and that's why I'm actually uncomfortable when in the, in the, in the intro you said I was her boss. That never made me feel good because I was someone <laughs> – the whole boss word – than the yeah, boss of somebody. I can see that. Yeah, that, that that feels that feels awkward to me because I don't want you know I I'll say no one's a boss of me you know type of yeah. thing. But it, so it feels awkward to saying that about someone else. So uh, it was it was never like the hey I'd be like all right hey you know screw you I'm the boss get out. It was yeah, like never. I said we we were t- we were and it's we weren't you know legally partners in the business but. That's how I saw the people I worked with because yeah. that was, we, we were all there to work together to get something done. But anyway, I mean, back to, uh, and, and how Trisha and I worked together and Monica, um, you know, going back, uh, you know, 10 years prior when I got the job at Arizona Republic, I'd actually replaced her. So she had left and I got hired for her position. Wow. That's interesting. Um, so, and I didn't know her, but I, became friends with all her work friends and she had moved um, out of the state and then out of the country. Mm-hmm. So she was essentially, she went and volunteered down at this, this um, at that time they called it an orphanage. They don't use that term anymore mm-hmm. in Honduras. And, um, sh- and she worked for this organization. She was volunteering, doing arts and pottery. She later became communications person there. And she was back here visiting when I, you know, met her. Um, and we kind of hit it off and, you know, we started seeing each other and she was a designer. She'd worked for some of the other agencies. She'd actually worked for big agencies. Um, and I wanted to hire her, but, uh, 
but I just oh, thought... Oh, you wanted to do more than hire her. <laughs> well, <laughs> well we're <laughs> together. Okay. Uh, so w- when we became a couple, so to speak, to me, I mean, there was no dating or anything. It was just, I, this is, this is the person, you know, and I and bought I, the house. And... I wish I could show you like a picture of Monica. I wish you could talk to Monica. Like this was the best time in my life. I was so happy. I was like a proud oh. parent of school. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, she's perfect for you. This is going to be. And I adore, I adore Monica. Like I cannot tell you what a perfect, anyways, I just had to say. Oh, I she's gushing. Her. She's gushing. I lo- She <laughs> is a wonderful person. She's probably the only other person that's as wonderful as Skiz is. She's, she's that wonderful. Oh, then it's but awesome I, that I these also, two wonderful people are together. It is, but then I would also like commiserate with her. Like, can you believe this guy? I mean, he's such a pain. I we, know. Got to, we got so, to do so, that a lot. So, so that's the thing. So she's, you know, we're kind of like, you know, you should really hire Monica because she was working at another agency. <laughs> and I was like, no, because we're in a relationship and that those things don't mix. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I said, you, you know, you, you make your friends at work. You don't take your friends to work uh, <laughs> was something I discovered in the 80s, you know. Oh, um, yeah. and, and then Tricia, all of a sudden, she's, you know, loomed over my desk once. And she said, <laughs> Skiz, if you don't hire Monica, then I will. Ouch. And, you know, and that once again goes to that. Like I said, I don't I didn't see myself as a boss or anything mm-hmm. like that. You know, I had a good conversation. I sat Monica down and she was she was willing. She wanted to work with us. And I was like, but here's the thing. I said, you know, right now, I said, you work at your company and you come home and you tell me about, you know, the assholes at your company. Right. And I said, now I'm going to be the asshole. And <laughs> after work, it's me, you yeah. know, who's there. And And she said, if I ever feel like that, I will. I will quit. So there yeah. isn't any tension. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so she worked for about a week before she quit. Then- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, so how long did you continue to work together? <laughs> did you work together until the sort of leads to the next question is until you decided not to have your agency anymore? No, no, she she actually left before that, but um, okay, but different for, for kind of different reasons. Reasons, um, yeah. So, so she we, was there like a year. You think you think <clears throat> she worked with you for a year? Yeah, a little year and a half. Yeah. And so during that time, she she was she was in the midst of uh, adopting from this this girl from Honduras, mm-hmm. and um, things were just taking longer than expected, and we would fly down there a lot every other month or so one of us or, well I, I would only go if she was going but then she would go go down a lot and um and we finally decided right at uh 2005 or whenever it was that you know we, we were paying for someone to watch this girl no one has been in charge of this this our, our daughter um for years it was just monica even though it wasn't legal okay um so she was taking care of her and we had someone watching her while she was here and it was just taking an inordinate amount of time like years longer so we both decided kind of at the same time hey you really just need to move down there until it's done um, however long that takes it, so yeah. that's when she quit and wow. it was december 2005 i think it's 2004 2005 and um and we flew down right around christmas and and uh 
we had the new building. We just got the new building. So she didn't really get to work in it. And, um, and we moved, uh, we moved Monica down to Honduras. So she was there wow. for another two years. I was going to say, how long was she down? Two years. Yeah. Yeah. And this, and I, I was just on the fringes, like working with Monica. So I would, you know, talk to her every day mm. and, this international adoption for Monica, who had taken care of this this little girl at the time. I mean, she had been her sole and primary caregiver. Oh, it, mm-hmm. it, she's taking her back to the United States. And this is taking so long. And it is so frustrating that, like, I, I, it was to the point where I'm like, how is she continuing yeah, on to do, to do with it? It was so ridiculous. And, like, the girl's mother was on an island. I mean, there, there was all these things where you're like, why is this so hard? Like this needs to happen. And poor Monica. I mean, she just, she would not back to, it was like, no, it she doesn't matter up on how, how challenging this is yeah. or how long it takes. And for her to move back. I mean, I just, it, yeah. it was a ridiculous process, it, but I just, it was crazy. So, yeah. And one, what I've gathered is, is how that things work and maybe in developing countries, um, nobody there will do anything unless their hand is forced because yeah. then they can't, they can't be blamed for anything. If someone uh-huh. says, Hey, why did you do this? If they can say, well, because I had to, I had no then choice, that's the basically. only reason they're going to do it because otherwise they're responsible. So, yeah. and we had, we had a, you know, like I said, she was born on an Island and, um, and we were trying to get some work done and we would call a paralegal down there and Monica would say, Hey, did you get that paperwork? And they actually spoke English on the island. And the woman say, oh, no, Miss Monica, today it is raining. And we're like. You're like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> what does rain have to do with anything? And, and if it did, what about the other days when it wasn't raining, you know? And, <laughs> right. and then we talked to her once and she's like, oh, I've got the paperwork. And we're like, great. So we, we schedule a flight. You know, it's like six weeks out. And then we have, the, you know, several flights down to the capital, Tegucigalpa. And then we take another smaller plane to get to the coast in La Ceiba. And then we get another tiny plane to go to get to the Island and we get there and, Oh no, I don't have that paperwork. Oh. Yeah. It just kind of like, Oh Jesus. Wow. So, like, and then we, and Monica's like, okay, well let's go together and see if we can get it. Yeah. And, right. and like, let's just like, move well, this along. Yeah. Well, they're at lunch, which means maybe they're done for the day. Oh <laughs> it, was, my gosh. It, was, it was that type of stuff. It's oh. really crazy. Yeah, she and, was so uh, tenacious throughout the process. It was that impressive. is the perfect word and patient. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, <laughs> so true. Yeah, so so wow. she 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 is a wonderful person. So she really is. And Margarita, who is Margarita, their daughter, daughter. Mm-hmm. is just this. She's so so. I haven't seen her in so many years, but my gosh, she is just as kind hearted and awesome as Monica and Skiz are. So she's a great person. She That's really amazing. is. Um. Anyways. Uh. So I hire Jenny, and I don't remember the new business. Was it Travis? Travis. So Jenny was a good hire. Jenny did a really great job on Snapware. She connected with Heidi. She She was a smart, I mean, she's she's smarter than I am. Yeah. So Jenny actually was a great fit and a great hire. Travis, on the other hand, (laughs) what happened there? I don't really, I mean, I know that you were disenchanted with him but i think he acted in certain ways that yeah everyone has you know pros and cons of course and jenny was was very emphatic she's she's so she you know you felt that she got you type thing Mm -hmm. but she um she didn't have uh trisha's assertiveness 
so it was real difficult for her to go back to the client with something or to say that the client was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she fit right in. A very interesting thing. She, she interviewed with Gary and I at my house and she said it lasted three hours. I don't remember. And, <laughs> and, that sounds and, accurate. <laughs> and Gary, Gary, as Trisha said, the other thing, he's got a shaved head. I've got a shaved head essentially. And, <laughs> and Jenny left it thinking that we were like partners in the personal <laughs> life. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, my God. You guys are the she, cutest couple. That is so adorable. And, and, she said, and she said, but she goes, but the interview was like three hours. And I was just, she says, I actually, I was, I was, I was hoping you didn't see me when I went out to my car and I threw up in the curb. Oh, <laughs> it was no! She said it was just so intense of an interview. Um, and we went into some what? stuff. She was just so stressed out about this- it. Girl, good night. Uh, crazy. You but, cannot uh, leave them unattended. You cannot yes. leave them unattended. Especially Gary. I mean, I, Gary. I, oh, I get on the a... phone with Gary. He works late nights, so I'll call him at like ten or something to say hey. And and Monica's always like, you know, he's going to talk for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> just You're like, why you is our conversation so yeah, late? You can't start that. <laughs> he's a talker. You're not going to bed. So, but then yeah. Travis. Travis was, uh, you know, and. And I feel like I interviewed Travis, though. I think I'm there to interview him. You I did. didn't interview it, Jenny. That's odd. Um, you may have done like a pre-interview, but then. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's what happened. We, that's we, she did the in-person. Um, yes. Because I remember you interviewing for Travis's job. So what we did, we essentially broke up new business and who was going to handle the business. So Jenny was going to handle the current business. And then uh, uh, Travis was going to get new business. Yeah. And And it was great hearing Trisha in the interview and with her communication background or whatever, because Stop. like we, we were, we were no it's serious. Cause we, we were interviewing this one guy and we were in like a second phone interview and she said something to him. Like, is that your, is, do you think that's your assertiveness or your aggressiveness? And uh-huh. when she said that, I was like, Oh yeah, he's very aggressive. Right. Yeah, Two different things. Like, yeah. And I don't know if you remember, he went on about DDT or something in Africa yeah. or something yeah. like that. And I was just like, Oh man, this guy's like, <laughs> He, he was like angry you know, <laughs> yes. and I was like oh you know that was yeah and that may have been something like I said I was not aware of that type of stuff uh yeah. I was clueless where Trisha's would see that stuff um right. and we hired we hired Travis Travis was a classic classic millennial uh, oh. in, in, in in the fact in the fact oh my goodness. That, that it was you know there, there was a saying I'd, I'd heard right about that time about millennials and they said they want a gold star for showing up and CEO by Friday. Yeah. And that and literally, literally described. He, and... he begged me to get these gold stars. Oh, to get these Lord. stars at the, at the office you... thing and give him stars. And, oh, no. and, wow. and first first week there, he tells me his grandmother has some money and, you know, we could take this someplace and we could become partners by using his grandmother's money. Okay. And he could be part of the company within the first week. I mean, it was totally that. Uh, like I, I'd heard that thing. It was like, book. he wants to be CEO by Friday. He wants the gold stars. It's just freaking amazing. So you're like, you got to put in the time. Just just a little bit. Just a tiny little bit of time. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. It, it was, okay. It was, it was kind of crazy. And he, um, uh, you know, and I ended up seeing... I thought he had potential. I didn't understand him. And neither did Gary. Neither was, you know, we, I, I couldn't say that that we liked him, so to speak. But 
Gary and I were kind of both of the, the thought, and, I, and Trisha had kind of faded out by this point um, in the day-to-day, and we both kind of thought, I don't get him, but maybe I don't get new business people because that's not yeah. who we are. Sure, so what right. we, I looked at it is, okay, I, I don't understand him, but then maybe I don't need to because that's not who I am or else I'd be getting the new business. And yeah, I'm not. That's, I think that's a salient point because – if there, when you walk into an agency who has a new business person, because a lot of agencies don't, but the bigger agencies will, they'll have a new business person. And if you were to walk into an agency and kind of just wander around and not get introductions and not figure, you could pick out the new business person because they're kind of like the wheeler and dealer. dealer and they yeah. just come yeah. across, like they have that personality where you're like, calm yourself down. You're not that great. And they're like, I'm amazing. And this agency's oh, yeah. the best. And you're like, <laughs> That's not going to get you accounts. That's great. Like, calm yourself down. You need a little bit more substance than that. Yeah, and they're very into their appearance. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're they're making sure they're – and Travis was that way. I mean, he was. He was the prototypical. I think that's a typical salesperson. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But, you know, it turns out he wasn't really – he wasn't really pulling in the stuff. And, no. and well, I was going to say, did he pull in the accounts? No. Or did he do he what he no. brought there to do? Okay. He wasn't. It's yeah. Yeah. And the two, the two things that, that kind of ended it with, with uh, the few things that ended it with Travis and I, one, he, he, he wanted to get this new client and he went and talked to them. And, uh, and it was, uh, I can't think of their name right now, but they, they are well known that they're kind of the identity theft people. They were just starting off. And, and I did a little bit of research and I found out that their CFO had a federal injunction against them that he couldn't work in financial stuff. Oh, and I said, hey, you know, is that an issue? And he's like, no, no, no. Okay. But so that was one thing. Another thing, he went to this other company, Ditch My Picks, and, and he put together this and gave, gave him this proposal for this marketing plan. And he was only talking with the guy. And, and then the guy's wife comes in and she kind of puts the the stop to it and so i'm talking to travis and i said for one you know you just put together this plan i mean how could you not know that the the, the wife wasn't the wife involved was a decision maker on this yeah deal, well right? exactly and so she go to the website and says she has a background in international marketing yeah i let him go and i get his laptop back and he was he had already done some work on it and so um, it was you at, so you let Travis go and it's you, Gary, Jenny, and Monica, but no, Monica was down yeah, Monica in Honduras. Was, Monica was gone at that point. So um, just you and Jenny. No, I, no, I had, I had a couple other people. So I hired, I had two other production designers and we're talking, this is just as Lehman Brothers and everybody's going down. So the recession, so that's hitting the, the housing crashes. And, you know, that year before we had so much in that December, whatever it's 2006 or whatever, we had like three or four new business opportunities, things, a lot of opportunities, but none of them came to fruition. So it was very, it was for my optimism. I mean, I was like, Hey, we got to get something. We've never had this much new business potential as, as right in that six weeks, Yeah. but mm-hmm. nothing came nothing of any stopped. of it. So essentially what what's happening now is things are crushing down. The last three months that January through March, I am paying everybody as, as Trisha thought I was earlier <laughs> out of my pocket. And it just became by March. I was like, you know, I just, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have, I don't have the money. Uh, so in, in March I had to uh, let everyone go. So I yeah. laid everyone off. But did you continue doing stuff on your own or did at that time, were you like, I think I want to go in a different direction for 
for my career? I was I was still I was still continuing on with the clients I had, like with Asher Cole was was a, a local client we had. And then in that time, I, I, I had a, another thing that kind of helped me along was uh, worked with some guy who was a separate agency. And I got he wanted me to do uh, some work for Presbyterian Medical Center. He wanted me to do something where they had failed on this brochure. So he wanted me to do it by Monday. And it was like a Friday. <laughs> and I was just getting ready to kill my cat because she was I, seriously because she was just she, she had cancer or something. So I had to put her to sleep that day. And I told the guy and I just said, I said, I don't do rush work. And instead of getting what I think most designers think, because we feel that says that we're not good enough. Yeah. I can't do this by Monday. He looked at me and he goes, smart. Ah. And yeah. So then. But that's the kind of person you actually do want to do work for then. Right. 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 So then I got, I got it. They wanted me to do this brochure, a brochure thing. It was, it was going to be quintilingual. So five different languages. Wow. And I told him, I said, I will do this. And I went, it's going to cost $50,000. I'm just going to do the design and the comps. And once that's done, I'm not going to touch it. You're going to make any changes. I don't want to do any changes. I'm not going to do any of the busy work. And as a friend of mine said, knowing that I was flat broke at that point, then had, you know, at $6,000 in, in uh, house and office payments a month mm. to make. And he was like, he couldn't believe that I threw that out there. You got nothing and, to lose. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I got a call, you know, next day. Hey, yeah, they approved it. They That changed ownership in the middle and they canceled it. Uh, so I wasn't doing the whole thing. And he says, well, how much do you want? I said, I'll take 35. And he wrote me a check. Wow. Good. Nice. So, yeah. And so then you did a couple of other things. But when did you like officially stop doing work or design work for Revolution in the last year in the last two years I mean so basically what I what I'm doing right now and I knew it was risky and there is especially in the last year really highlighted that risk with the yeah. pandemic yeah. Um, so I have one client now and this client I actually had in 1995 they're one of my first clients I did not keep them through that whole time like in the 2000s like when Trisha was around you know I tried to have one of my other art directors work on it it wasn't so much the work it was she liked working with me yeah it was relationship stuff so in that time period she said I got too big for her because I was doing all these other clients and I couldn't work with her and spend we, the time with her. Right. Okay. And in 2007, 2008, I actually invited her to lunch with, you know, zero expectation of work. It was just, I, I was, I was winding down stuff and I was thinking about and appreciating that I had had clients that didn't, you know, I've had clients that yelled at me and made me feel terrible, uh, you know, hang up the phone, you know, crying because I just thought, shoot, you know, this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, and these clients weren't that. So I took her out to lunch and I mean, and told her, hey, I just want to thank you. You were a great person to work with. And it turns out she was starting to need somebody again. Her person she had wasn't working out. So I started doing work. It's essentially part-time seasonal work. Um, so that is what I do. So I just have one client. And unfortunately, unfortunately, what their, their business is, is art festivals. Mm. and which are huge gatherings of people which yes. last year was not like <laughs> not a thing. happening last year it was not a thing last year no. um, so oh. there was there's a lot of question whether or not they'd still be in business and they are and we'll That's see how I, i'm hoping this year is back to normal but yeah so last year was kind of rough so 
beyond in the summer, I don't have any work at all. Work for that. And that's right. fine because I make enough with another house that we had bought, bought my, for my mom with, with my sister. And we use that money to buy our condo we're in now. So we have no house payment except that's for the HOA. Awesome. Payment. That yeah. is smart. So then what are you doing? What are you doing to occupy your time in those other months, though? Are you like, are you fully retired or I, I'm some other? Because I, okay. I, 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 I need that work. And it's not, yeah. it's not much money, but I don't mm-hmm. need much money, you know. So right. I do travel a lot. And Monica and I travel, too. But she's fine with me traveling. So I'll be <laughs> gone for, you know, I, in 2005, I was three weeks in China, Mongolia. And wow. two years ago, I guess well, almost three now, 2018 was going to go hiking in Afghanistan. The friend I was going to go with uh, injured his ankle, got a deep fracture in it the week before. So oh. he thought he was ruining the trip. And I said, I'm still going to go. So I, I still went to, I, I actually did not go into Afghanistan because we were going to plan that on the ground. Mm-hmm. And it was like these huge mountains. And I didn't feel comfortable making those decisions by myself without yeah. someone to bounce off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, sure. but I was on the Afghan border for about a week. And I spent a lot of time in Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, and Kyrgyzstan, which are just all incredible places. And he does so. a great job documenting these trips on, on Instagram. I was going to say, I think I need to start following you on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, I haven't posted Whoa. anything in a long time. But, you haven't, but, 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 but where, I do travel can she, a lot. where can she find those pictures on Instagram? Is it just skiz? Is, or is no, it... I, I think it's it's the adventurous dot one. Yeah. The okay. adventurous dot one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And so, but um, you're, but you're rock climbing, you're hiking. Is this just something you're doing with friends or is this through an organization or what, what is the. Uh, y- the- yes and no. So I like to do outdoor stuff. I like to explore. Last year I was, I had plans to be in 20 different countries last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in, I made it through nine. I was in Europe when everything closed down. Shut and, down. Yeah. And actually thought I called Monica and I said, I might be here for a month or two. A while. <laughs> and uh, a month is what we thought in the check. And then when, when the airlines started canceling stuff, I started thinking, I got to find a way out. Because out. Yeah. It, it was indefinite at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did find a way out, obviously. So it was interesting. So I can't wait to start looking for I these do. things on Insta. Okay, so yeah. that's what you do. So this is not a business. This is more of your no. personal life. Just this no. is what you do in your personal life. Okay, yeah. got I'm a rock climbing instructor with the club, the Arizona Mountaineering Club. And that's only in the past couple of years I started doing that. Uh, I had a had a meetup group, a few thousand people on it for a while. Yeah. I'd gone, gone on someone else's meetup on a hike. It was a 20-mile hike, and there was 11 of us, and six probably shouldn't have been on there. You know, the, the, these are people who wanted to get out and maybe found that was a way to get out. They didn't have the equipment, right equipment. They didn't have the right conditioning. You mm-hmm. know, within a mile, several of them are thinking like, oh, my gosh, you know. What am I doing here? I shouldn't this be there. Like, they were in no. pain. We right. got to where we were going. They didn't know how to use their stove. They, some, someone went to, to use their water filter and they actually contaminated it. I was oh. like, hey, you can't use that. The leader didn't really care too much. And I was like. <laughs> These Thank God you were there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, these people want to get out, and so I started when I the next day I started a group called First Time Slash Novice uh, Backpackers. Here's my here's my question for you, and this is a this is a tough question. So when I met you, you were a recently separated single guy with an agency that had some potential. And then you you went to kind of uh, the same single guy with an agency that was really thriving. And mm-hmm. then you got married, and then you had a baby, and you still had a, a baby. I, you, she was a baby when she came. No, she was two years old, right? 
Well, it, yeah, but it took six years to get her here. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so then you have a child. So you've yeah. gone through all these different phases in your life. In what part of your life were you the most fulfilled, the happiest, that your soul felt like it was in a good place? Being together with Monica, you know, my wife, in the mid-2000s, was just, that's an incredible time period. And, you know, and now figuring out, you know, I'm still figuring out, like, and, and I, I always look like, how can I do this? How can I, how can I, is there some way I can make money from this? But then sometimes I don't want to make money from it because I don't want to conflate the two because yeah, um, right. it feels, and it feels fake or I have to do it. But I think now figuring out what I want to do, um, you know, like I was talking to Monica about some volunteer opportunities. You know, I'm, um, next year I was looking at, I looked at a place in uh, Namibia to do like the seal rescue. These seals apparently oh always, always get fishing line wrapped around them and they go and capture them and cut off the that. I tried to join, I uh, started to join the Central Arizona Mountain Rescue Association. But oh, I, I, that'd be I, cool. Yeah, but I, I twisted my ankle in one of the things, so I'm kind of out of that. But but I looked at stuff in Syria. These have these white hats, kind of like the Red Cross, these people that go in mm-hmm. and help. One of the things I was looking at for next summer might be, I was looking at those, all those people's refugees coming across from Africa in the Mediterranean. I was going to work with one of those NGOs that goes and helps pull people out of the water. Wow. Because, um, like, what can you do to help, you know? I, I, I have the time. Yeah. And, you know, I'm fine living in, you know, like, when I travel, these places i mean you know my my first week in Uzbekistan, i think i spent 120 for everything food lodging right it's not expensive for you to go and do these things right it's not so and i don't and i don't need to be in a hotel so i'm trying to look and find stuff like that for myself um so this time in your life is the most fulfilling but also your relationship with Monica and Margarita, that has yes. also been, are those better than the success you had at Revolution? Uh, I think they're part and part. I mean, it, it'd be difficult if, if I didn't have the success that I had at Revolution. Money is such a pervasive part for arguments and stuff in relationships. And it's real mm-hmm. hard to have a great relationship when you can't pay the electric bill, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, so. Yeah. I'm very lucky in the fact that I don't have that anymore, right. um, that I'm not worried about that because then you have relationship tension. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm free to be, I, I'm not under that kind of stress and, and Monica's not under that kind of stress. So it's easy for us to be under, to have a, a great relationship. Relationship, yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas in other parts, and like I said, I, I've seen a lot of parts of the world where, and, where they don't have that. And, and sometimes they, they're, still, they're still great, but other times, like here, where there's there is that kind of pressure that you can't live like that. Um, right. That's real difficult to have a relationship. Yeah. So, uh, so, true. so they 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 go hand in hand, and I I'm thankful for 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 both. Yeah. Agreed. Well, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Yes. Oh, you're welcome. You had this, so thank much. you. You're right, and such great stories and things I had forgotten about, and so I appreciate you. I had such a wonderful time working for you because you're a wonderful boss and you had such a great no he's not a boss remember i'm sorry he created he was a great leader leader he was a great leader he has great leadership qualities and he created an environment that was just a pleasure to work within so oh well thank you so much for coming on and talking to total stranger that you don't even know and giving me a whole new perspective on the world really (laughs) really more than anything yeah Yeah, you're friends friends now now. So she's going to fly out here. We're going to all go backpacking together. That would be a neat. Well, Well, thanks, thanks for having me.
Thanks, Thanks. Feel free to reach out to us on social media or visit our website at anchor.fm forward slash life takes shape to ask questions or leave comments. Please also take a minute to leave a review for this podcast if you enjoyed it. If not, don't say anything. Oh my goodness, no. We totally welcome comments to help our podcast continually take shape.